Advice from a Hawk. Soar to new heights. Be a keen observer. Swoop down on opportunities. Rise above it all. Spread your wings. Find a field that suits you. The sky's the limit. Hello and welcome to episode 275 of Under the Call of MS. This is the normal comics, Thursday comics, and a little bit of MS health stuff segment. But today we're going to start with number one and two of two by Marvel Limited Series. War of Darkhawk War of Kings. Now I they started the new Darkhawk run and I started following it because of the character being uh, in the new run, having multiple sclerosis, and I want to see how they play it out and see how well they do, and they did a great job so far. But we barely touched the surface on it, so I'm like, yeah, I want to know more about the first Darkhawk. And so I looked into this, well, I ran and went, took a drive down yesterday. It was our, our anniversary. So I took a drive down to around the lakefront of Milwaukee, went down by Pfizer Forum where the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks won their championship and play. And there's a bookstore down there that just happens to have comic books also. So I'm like, well, I want to check this place out. So I go down there, and it's a nice big bookstore, well laid out, and they got it nicely organized, whereas some of these older bookstores can be a major cluster when you walk in the door. But this one had it pretty well organized. Even the comics they pretty much had laid out alphabetically, uh, grouped together by the certain ones. But the downfall was it was mostly... Marvel and DC, they didn't have much for independent comics, so that was kind of a bummer. But I found a few fun things that I picked up, which the first thing was this two-issue run of Darkhawk. I figure since it's got the complete two issues, I'll pick it up. I sadly didn't pick up another run that they had, a small run that now I'm seeing after reading this comes up after this one, I believe. So I would have liked to have got that one too, but it was missing a comic. So I, I didn't want to have to search it down. I'd rather search and see if I can find the complete set. But I think it was like a three or four issue run. But this one, Darkhawk War of the Kings, was very interesting. You get the... Uh, Go deeper into Chris Powell's life. Find out what he's been doing. What's going on. In this one. He's allowed his. Family. His mother. and Brothers. To know that. He is Darkhawk. And so they get to see. See him change. Into his superhero form. And. It just made the family better because there was tons of issues in the past that happened with their dad and all that stuff. But 
in here a character well dark hawk's pretty much like a superhuman prison guard there's like a prison facility that has a bunch of superhuman characters in it and he helps keep everything in control and when he goes there one day one of the characters there is all ready for him and is waiting for him and knows that the gem gives him his power so the character grabs hold of Dark Hawk's gem on his chest and tries to rip it off him. When he does, the Dark Hawk character goes off and kind of gets a little pissy. The suit itself kind of gets crabby and ends up damaging some things, damaging some people. And causing some issues. And along the way we see an entity fall from the sky. And crash into Chris Powell's backyard. And damage his house and all that stuff. And harm his mom. And in the event. uh, Well basically he didn't harm his mom. A character that chased after him harmed his mom. But the character was coming for Chris himself. But this is another Dark Hawk figure and we find out about that there were other dark hawks and they have to work together to figure things out and he's got to help dark hawk learn about his history his powers his abilities and let him know that there's a cosmic event coming and we need to be on the same page and deal with this force and at the same time they got things happening with these type of robotic entities creatures just hunting the dark hawks and also killing or damaging or injuring innocents along the way so you get to see all that but then the nice part about it i hate when they throw half the comic to another comic but this one was a plus because in both these issues we got the original dark hawk in the back of this first one and then we got the second issue of dark hawk dark hawk in the second one and it was nice because i don't know if i have issue one and two so i have a pile of miscellaneous ones that i'm going to be reading here pretty soon But this way I at least get the first couple issues, get the origin story and all that, how how Chris Powell became the Dark Hawk. And it was really enjoyable seeing this and seeing his father dealing with things and his father's a cop and the stuff that happened to the family along the way and why it happened. You're basically going to find it all out here. So it, it was really enjoyable getting these backstories, getting deeper into the character. And uh, I was unsure about reading this one because this is a newer, I believe like 2009 maybe, they did these. And uh, so it's way beyond the original run, but it gives you a, the highlights you need to get you started and prepared for the yeah 2009 War of Kings Darkhawk. Uh, I said it backwards. 
But then, yeah, the second issue of the original Darkhawk happens to be a story that's guest diarying Spider-Man and Hobgoblin. So we get to see how Hobgoblin knows about the Power Force and was looking for the Power Force and knows that Darkhawk got his hands on it. Spider-Man comes across all this mess and Darkhawk and Spidey work together to deal with Hobgoblin. And then we get to see some things happen between all them and issues go beyond and further into the storyline. And it just, it was wonderful. I, I really am happy that I picked that one up. And I just gave me the highlights that I needed. So now I know all the backstories that I really needed to know. I learned a few extra things from it. I don't want to give anything away because I want you to enjoy that in the story. But it is... I am still... I am starting to really enjoy this character and the deeper and deeper I get into him. For a character that I would have never had anything, any interest in at all, I am very surprised that they pulled me in. And when I look at this original Chris Paul character that did Darkhawk, it kind of works the same with him because he's got a lot of issues and stuff. So it could have played out in the earlier form as a person with MS and stuff and his problems and his abilities and all that could have played into it well with that one. But, I really like how they did it, how I transferred it on to this new character. And now we got this new Darkhawk. And hopefully he'll learn more about his abilities quicker than this one did. But, yeah. And then this Strafe or whatever, this other Darkhawk character. It was interesting learning that there's more Darkhawks. I kind of figured there can't just be one, like, crystalline structure out there that's just going to turn there's never just one character involved with these things hardly i mean look at venom it's just a symbiote a mass amount of symbiotes can be produced from it and same with carnage and all that but but yeah this is a lot of fun so check it out war of kings with Darkhawk, and then whatever else you can find out find Darkhawk related but Alright, let's see. We also checked out Mom, Mother of Madness. Number three of three, the final issue. This one I wasn't sure about when I read the first issue. The second issue pulled me in further and got me more interested. And this third issue, I mean, number one, it's got a beautiful cover. (laughs) Just so colorful with some psychedelic mushrooms in a jar. Um, after reading the story, I really wish they would have done a special cover with the mom character on it, all dressed up in her outfit, kind of like laying, doing like snow angels or something in a field full of psychedelic glow-in-the-dark mushrooms, and it could have been a nice glow-in-the-dark cover. I think that's something that they missed out on. Because this issue shows you 
who is the e- evil entity she's dealing with at this time? Who is kidnapping the children? Uh, a child trafficker. And along the way, you also find out that she has these glowing, growing mushrooms in her yard that just so happened to be part of something that happened in the past. Also, that you're going to have to read to find out. But this was a lot of fun. You get to see the mom character dealing with her son, trying to help her out and getting himself in a little bit of trouble. And then finding out about this whole human trafficking thing going on and what it was all about and what's what's above and beyond from the chemical factory and all that going on. So I, I definitely suggest checking this out. It's a nice three-issue run. I don't know if they have the trade out yet. I'm sure the trade paperback will be out anytime soon. But I'm Mother of Madness from Image Comics, three-issue run. So definitely a lot of fun. And a little slow to start, but it picked up. Then these I don't really need to talk about because I already did talk about them, but I stupidly didn't recognize the covers. And I wish I would have been able to open one up then I would have seen. It's like if I would have seen the second cover, I would have noticed uh, Violator, the clown, clown character Violator, not the Violator form. Uh, the clown with the guy's face on his hand. I when he punches the guy through his skull and gets his head stuck to his hand and then runs around with the guy's head on his arm so he can talk to it and stuff. And then his four violators, four brothers trying to take out Violator and because he doesn't have powers anymore and this leads up to him getting some powers back from Spawn. And it's just... They had the first two issues. I thought maybe I didn't have these. So I picked them up. But after opening it up, I remember talking about them. And now that I'm looking at this, my issue one is totally different size from issue two. I wonder why that is. That's interesting. Okay, I guess I'll have to hold on to these and compare them with my other original set, which I think was like maybe a three, three to five run set. It may have been a trade paperback that I read, but I doubt it. I'm pretty sure it was in single comics, but yeah, I sadly bought something I had again, but thankfully it was only a couple bucks of comics. So. But other than that, <clears throat> That's all I really have for comics today. I can't even think of the name of the place that I went to to give them a shout out. And granted, there was an older lady working there. She apparently thought she knew more about comic books than anybody else. And she kind of got pissy with me when I tried to explain to her about Spider and the MCU, Spider-Man and the MCU and all that stuff and yeah, and always she just kept trying to argue with me with things. So I'm like, yeah, have a good day. We're out of here. 
today and I can sit there and argue over things. And then I stupidly thought about it after I left. I should have gave her one of my podcasting cards and told her if she ever wanted to check out some comic book podcast that we do three types. Well, one's not really comic book related, but there's three types of podcast on there that you can research and check out if you'd like. But I forgot to do that until I was driving down the road and it was too late. But Oh, well, there's a good chance I'll go back to that place maybe sometime. We'll see. It was a pain in the ass to get down to dealing with the Grand Avenue area and the Pfizer Forum and the Milwaukee Center and all that stuff. There's just so much freaking construction everywhere. I wanted to stop in Port Washington, but everything was blocked off for the exit. So I wanted to stop at Half Price Books, take the wife there. and The one off that was down by the lakefront because I knew they had comics too. But ew. Everything's got to be blocked. They're trying to finish off their construction that they dicked around with all summer long, not getting done. Alright. Let's see. Is there anything interesting in the news? This is actually cool. They got the world's largest 3D printed neighborhood is breaking ground in Texas. There's going to be 100 100 single-story houses printed on site using 3d printers I mean, this is awesome i just having the ability to print a house now and we've 3d printed a car we 3d printed a ton of stuff but these aren't bad looking houses i mean they're pretty basic but they still look nice and it's this is going to be a huge advancement for societies and other countries that are suffering, don't have housing, they can't get supplies in, stuff like that, and just take the 3D printers in and just start printing shit up. But what they're using is on-site advanced robotic construction and a concrete-based building material. Uh, digital renderings of the neighborhood and okay were unveiled last week that showed rows of properties with their roofs covered in solar cells the homes will each take approximately a week to build according to firms behind the development that's not bad at all hey nowadays they are building houses faster but usually it takes a few months to get it up and up and done so this is pretty damn impressive Impressive. Uh, company said its technology is significantly faster and cheaper than conventional construction methods, which is nice. I figured cost-wise it would be kind of hard to compete with the printing version so far. But, but yeah, they're using a concrete mix called Lavacrete. And... It said it can produce homes up to 3,000 square feet in size and has previously printed the walls of a house measuring 400 to 500 square feet in just 24 hours. So that's pretty damn quick. 
And then roofs, windows, and doors and finishes will be added afterward by Lennar. So those aren't printed, I'm assuming. Whereas the 3D printed car, every aspect of it was printed in 3D. Same with the weed vehicle. That was that hemp car was 100%. Every part was made from hemp. But it says construction scale 3D printing not only delivers high quality homes faster and more affordably, but fleets of printer can change the way that entire communities are built for the better. So that's kind of fun. It's like it says that the U.S. faces a deficit of approximately 5 million new homes. So there is a profound need to swiftly increase supply without compromising compromising quality. I mean, there are so many freaking homes out there that are sitting rotting away because these banks foreclose on them. Take them, don't do a damn thing with them for years. They just rot out, and then they finally get rid of them super cheap. And by then, you got to pretty much rip half of it to most of it down and rebuild it, which is freaking stupid. But, yeah, this can significantly reduce overall use of the materials. They're building the buildings without formwork. So the reduction of overall use of material, which is responsible for about 8% of global CO2 emissions annually, that will help out. A recent study in Singapore found that constructing a bathroom unit using 3D printing produced almost 86% less carbon dioxide than conventional construction methods. And I think this is great. Our town is being taken over by a construction company. It's like everything, every store that becomes available, anything is just being bought up by this fucking place. They got loading docks where the semis got to go all the way across the road to back into them. So they're blocking off complete roadways just to keep their shit going. And this is good. Find ways to get rid of all this shit. They're taking up too much space in our town. And this will make it a lot easier. Oh, this world, it's so far behind. We should have solar panels. We should have the solar sidewalks. Whatever happened to our solar sidewalks that you're going to be able to walk on to produce energy? Whatever happened to the roads that we were going to drive on and they produce energy? We had all these things that were out there and they are proven that they worked. And never seen them again because the government wants to keep burning that coal and burning that oil. And we just had another huge pipe break or whatever in California that dumped a bunch more oil into the ocean and caused a bunch of other issues. But other than that, don't, Eat any tasty cakes if you have them in your house because they might have tiny metal fragments in them if you bought them recently. So you might want to check that out. 
I don't see anything else to except oh shit they got COVID infection is found in deer and white-tailed deer and stuff the deer deer population in Iowa shows COVID-19 is spreading through the deer population so that means we're gonna start killing all the deer wiping them out again because we just every time there's a deer tick or a deer disease or deer whatever they just slaughter them like crazy and then toss the bodies in wherever. And it's just, uh, we aren't shooting all the humans that are getting COVID. I don't know why you got to wipe out all the animal populations now. This is going to make people nervous again because at the beginning of COVID, we had people killing their pets and shit because of this stuff. It's like they got to shut the fuck up and research and take care of things without scaring the population with it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about all. It's really exciting. Unless you're into that Joe Tiger guy, he's trying to get out of jail again because of an aggressive form of cancer, but all other prisoners, if they get a disease or whatever, they got to stay in prison. So, I don't know, he's constantly trying to get out for something. So. Shouldn't have got yourself put in there in the first place, jackass. So you got to deal with what you did and you got to pay for it. But, yeah, one last thing, the Torrid's Meteor Shower peaks tonight so if you're out and about in the late hours of the night you might want to look up and see if you can catch any of the torrid meteor shower that's all i really see for news around the world this day and age pretty boring but i got lemmy kill piled up in my on me trying to get attention. It's like a little fun fact about the actual Lemmy Killmeister, Killmister, <laughs> from Motorhead. He gave engraved bullets with the word Lemmy on them to certain close friends that he suggested be done after he passed away. Way to spread your ashes around. But yeah, I will be right back with a little MS Health segment right after this. Alright, there's lots of people that think they need to boost their immune system. A lot of MSers don't realize that our immune system's so high that it's attacking us. So we don't really need to boost our immune system unless we're on some type of medication that might lower our immune system. But even then, it's probably to wipe it clean and reset it. So you got to take that into consideration, too, and should talk to your doctor and understand more about where your immune system is sitting before you start doing a bunch of extra stuff. But now, if you want, you got an excuse to masturbate because masturbating may boost your immune system, according to some doctors. So... <laughs> I got this article that I was checking out. It's uh, 
because of people being all worried about COVID-19 and wanting to get their immune system boosted up. They wanted to know what else they could do to boost their immune system other than the filling up on vegetables and fresh greens and stockpiling hand sanitizer and all that stuff. And there is a rumor that masturbation helped to ward off infections simply too good to be true, is it? But in the article, they came up with that if you're hoping that all you need to do to keep your new coronavirus at bay is get handsy under the sheets, you'll be interested in a study carried out by the Department of Medical Psychology at the University Clinic of Essen, Germany, which was published in the Journal of Neuroimmunomodulation in 2000. Well, this is done in 2004, this study, so it's way before COVID, so I'm surprised they're comparing it with COVID issues, but they used a group of 11 male participants in the study, looked at the effects of orgasm through masturbation on white blood cell count and immune system, and each participant's white blood cell count was recorded five minutes before and 45 minutes after reaching solo orgasm, and the post-orgasm count was higher for each of them. And I don't know why they didn't do a female group also. I don't see anything about a female group, but the studies are very small, so they don't really know whether or not masturbation boosts the immune system in a way that prevents or helps fight off infection. But that doesn't mean masturbation doesn't come with a whole host of mental and physical health benefits. Although a few studies focus specifically on perks of solo sex, orgasms in general are believed to reduce stress, reduce blood pressure, increase self-esteem, and relieve pain. So, so basically, uh, mastery, will it stop you from getting sick? In a word, no. But to boost your immune system, you need to start with diet and exercise. And the most important way to keep your immune system functioning normally is the old-fashioned way that nobody likes to talk about which is diet and exercise. But hey, next time you've caught masturbating, just say you're trying to boost your immune system. You're trying to stay healthy. You got word from doctors that said that it is is a health benefit in some way, shape, or form. Anyways, so there you go. Now you got an excuse next time you want to masturbate. And then, do you know what oscillopsia is? Oscillopsia, O-S-C-I-L-L-O-P-S-I-A. Well, basically, it is a vision problem in which objects appear to jump, jiggle, or vibrate when they're actually still. The condition stems from a problem with the alignment of our eyes or with the systems in our our brain and inner ears that control our body alignment and balance. Blurred, jumpy vision can be difficult to live with, 
you may be able to treat the condition that caused your acelopsia or adjust to the change in your vision. It's like I pretty much just deal with it and live with it. It happens. It doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it's kind of freaky. That's a lot. That's the issue where I have where all of a sudden it looks and feels like the whole world is bouncing like a basketball and then turning side to side and stuff like that. Obviously, all of a sudden the world will just spin on me or whatever. It's just apparently this is what it's related to, but. Acelopsia is caused by nervous system disorders that damage parts of the brain or inner ear that control eye movements and balance. Uh, one possible cause is the loss loss of your vestibular ocular reflex, VOR. This reflex makes your eyes move in coordination with the rotation of your head. If your BOR isn't working, your eyes will no longer move in tandem with your head. As a result, objects will appear to jump. Which that's interesting. Mine seems to appear to move with my head, so that's not an issue. I'm guessing it just happens at certain points. Causes of BOR loss include meningitis, damage from medica- medications like gentamicin, an antibiotic, damage to nerves in the brain, which is cranial neuropathy, or severe head injury. Nystigmus uh, is, well, another cause of oscillopsia is nystigmus. This is a condition that causes your eyes to shift from side to side or jump up and down in an uncontrolled way. Nystigmus can affect your vision, depth perception, coordination, and balance. I'll have this for my eye. Well, well, usually it's just one eye that will just start going wonky and bouncing around and moving all on its own. I can't control it at all. But nystigmus is more common with multiple sclerosis, stroke, brain inflammation, a brain tumor, a head injury, inner ear problems such as Meniere's disease, the use of certain medications such as lithium or anti-seizure drugs, which we may use with multiple sclerosis. But what are the symptoms? People with oscillopsia describe symptoms like jumping, jittering, jittery, wobbly, or shimmering vision, which I was explaining earlier, how it just feels like everything's just moving around me in different directions, blurred or fuzzy vision, trouble focusing, double vision, nausea, dizziness, vertigo, sensation like the room is spinning. I've mentioned this in the past where my vertigo even is affected by playing video games or watching movies, TV and stuff. When I'm on, when I see people on the edge of cliffs and stuff like that, or sky views, and I feel like I'm falling through the sky or I'm going to fall off the edge. It's really weird. 
getting that by just playing a game or something like that, but it enhances the experience. <laughs> Makes the game a little harder to play. But the shaking vision often occurs when people walk, run, or drive in a car. Once they stop walking, running, or driving, their vision stops moving. Some people experience jittery vision only when their head is in a certain position. Others experience jumpy vision even when they are sitting still. Mine's usually when I'm walking. That's usually when I notice it. Treatment options. Some people may eventually learn how to compensate for oscillopsia. Others may have permanently jumpy vision, which would suck. If oscillopsia doesn't improve, it can be very disabling. Your doctor will treat any medical condition that might have caused your oscillopsia. If nystagmus caused the, the condition, medicines like these might help. Uh, for aminopridine, which is ampira, ampira, a multiple sclerosis treatment. Baclofen, lorisol, a muscle relaxant, which I use. Carpazepine, which is Tegretol, or Gabapentum, which is Neurontin, which are epilepsy drugs. Clonazepam, which is Clonopin, which is an anti-anxiety drug. Memantine, which is Namendine, Namenda, I mean, which is an Alzheimer's treatment. There, you can wear special glasses or contact lenses that help you reduce the visual effects of nystagmus. Uh, you can get injections of botulinum toxin into the muscles that control your eye movement. However, Botox injections can make it harder to move your eyes normally. And it's like, I like using Botox injections in a lot of areas that we have issues. It's like I was... At my urologist yesterday, yeah, on my anniversary, I had a tooth doctor appointment first to have a readjustment done again on my dentures and talk about the sores that it's causing, which basically they just did some grinding and told me to come back in two weeks if the problems persist. It's like, I'm running out of freaking time. You only give me three months to get this adjustment done. And every time I come in, you want me to wait two more weeks before I come and see you again. That's so stupid. But see what happens. And then I had to go to the urologist. So. Of course, urologist on my anniversary. Got to go get some action. So I had to go to the urologist. <laughs> but he was bringing up Botox stuff for some of my things, too. So injections of Botox, but. No, I'll wait as long as I can before I get deep into something like that. Exercises like moving your eyes slowly up and down from side to side and from side to side. Uh, bending your head forward and backward and from side to side. Uh, move, move from a sitting to a standing position with your eyes open and closed. Walk across the room with your eyes open and then closed. Just have someone there so you don't run into things. Throw a ball from one hand to another. 
your doctor or physical therapist can recommend other exercises to try. Diagnosis of oscillopsia, your doctor will start by asking about your medical history. You'll also be asked questions about your symptoms, like when does your vision wobble, only when you move, when you're still, or when does it happen? Are your symptoms constant or do they come and go? What does your vision look like? Is it vibrating, jumping, or wobbling? Are the symptoms in one eye or both eyes? Yeah. Your doctor will do an exam and figure it out, see what they can get you to try, see if it helps. Oscillopsy is related to a few different neurological conditions, including multiple sclerosis, whereas in that, in MS, the audio, autoimmune disease, the immune system attacks and damages the protective coating surrounding the nerves. Oscillopsia can be a side effect of nerve damage. Inner ear problems like Meniere's disease, conditions like Meniere's disease affect the inner ear, throwing off the body's balance system and causing symptoms like vertigo and oscillopsia. Then there's vertigo, which... Disorders that affect the vestibular system can also cause vertigo, which is a spinning sensation, and then nystagmus, which we talked about, which is a condition in which the eyes move back and forth or up and down and can cause oscillopsia. Basically, the outlook depends on the cause of oscillopsia. Some conditions like MS are treatable, The, four, the things that come with it are treatable, and in other cases, oscillopsy is permanent. So, just got to talk to your doctor and find out how bad it is, what you're going through, and if there is anything he, he or she can do to help make it a little easier on you. But, other than that... I'm going to end it with some weird, goofy little facts. Hopefully they're goofy or fun. We will see. Two Indian tribes once used a red stick to mark the dividing line between their hunting grounds. Later, French people came to live there. Probably came and stole their land. And started a city. Today, that city is the capital of the state of Louisiana. The name of the city is Baton Rouge. Two French words that mean red stick. Red stick. Huh. Didn't know that. I wonder what happened to the Indians, though. Uh, many people think that pigs are dirty animals, but this is not so. Pigs do like to lie in the mud on hot days, but this is because they can't sweat. So lying in the mud is a pig's way of cooling off. Snow is only 10% water. The remaining 90% is air, which makes sense. I, we'd sit there and blow snow on the ski hill, and we'd be pumping water from the pond into the snow machines, and you weren't really sucking up as much water as you would expect with what was coming down on top of the, on the hill, on the ski hill. So that's why when you, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're lost and you need to drink some water and you got nothing but snow and you 
fill a whole big jug or a big pot full of snow and you stick it on the fire to break it down in the water and that full pot's going to end up with just a little bit of water in the bottom by the time it melts. You're going to have to keep adding snow to keep it, keep building the water up. A strange dream. In a small Georgia town, there were two unmarked graves. Everyone knew they were graves of soldiers, but no one knew the names of the soldiers. The one night, a woman in the town had a peculiar dream. She said the spirit of a man named Jack Kirby spoke to her in the dream. Kirby told her that he and another soldier named T.W. Furrow were buried in the two unmarked graves. So people in the town checked wartime records, and the records clearly showed that the two graves did belong to two soldiers named Jack Kirby and T.W. Furrow. Today, their two graves are correctly marked. Well, if they could have looked at the records, why didn't they just go and look at the records? Years ago, dumbasses. (laughs) I know, I'm so crabby. There are over 600,000 different kinds of insects that we know about. Yeah. Probably by now there's more like a million. I'll leave it at that. That is good enough. Got to get some shit done today yet. So uh, I can't think of anything else I really want to throw out there. But be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Try and get this world to start getting together and not being so crabby with each other and fighting over all this stupid shit. We can do this. We can get along. We can all prevail. We can all profit. We can all work together to help each other out. Make this a better damn place than it has been. It's time to change things. But keep the monster in the box. We'll get back to you. Yeah. I do have a new segment that may be popping up next Wednesday. Uh, but other than that, we'll just have to see what happens if I get any other episodes out before Tuesday. It's just a time right now where I'm trying to get a bunch of other stuff done and on it away, and that's why I'm kind of just keeping it to the two podcasts a week to get those through, unless I hear from some of you. you know, Send some comments, questions, whatever. KevinTheDuckPool at gmail.com. I'll read them on the air, talk about them, rate and review me. If I can find any reviews, I'll mention them. Uh, Other than that, Yeah, we got some new things coming out in the future that we'll announce hopefully next week. So keep listening and look forward to it. We'll see what happens. Be good. Talk to you later.